going through something. Uh, you know, let's, let's get on to Bonga Ke to somebody because wow, Nick, how are you? Welcome to Capital FM again. Asante sana. Always yeah. a pleasure being here. Yeah, Always and how was your pleasure. week? Week was good. Yeah. Day was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Testing. <laughs> yeah, we're all going through some strange, strange but yeah, good stuff. Well I'm also good. Uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, back to school, Manenos. And I've uh, just tuned in. Nick promised us last week that we would be oh having God. a visitor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's yes. fine. And uh, just walked in on time. And I'd love her to introduce herself. And I like her glasses. I come her glasses look better than mine. She's <laughs> a proper nerd. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Lazlin. Thank you. I can't tell you come closer to the mic. Sorry. There you Clear go. Enough? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But more, more closer. Thank you. Hey, Nick, has, Nick is now a radio presenter. He knows the studio. I will try that now. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome, yeah. welcome, my sister. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Nick has told me about you. Okay. Uh, but I'd like you to tell the listener who Nazneen is. Uh, don't get into the nitty gritties about where you went to school and all that. <laughs> Just who you are. Mm. Um. A nerd. <laughs> I believe Nick has already spread a the conveyancing word. Conveyancing yeah. nerd. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that story for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a conveyancing nerd. Um, yes, I am a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I do specialize in conveyancing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm Nick's friend and colleague. Okay. Yes. Uh, to my good friend here, who, by the way. Every every week we have to say who he is. He's a dancer. <laughs> he does karaoke. He moves houses. No, no one said he has to say anything. He just insists on it for some something reason. Something you sent yesterday, which I <laughs> said, like, ah, Nick, you're moving again. Where are you going? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and um, uh, today we have an interesting topic. We're talking about landlords and conveyancing. Of course, we have an expert in studio. And uh, okay, Nazneen. Mm. Yes, sir. Uh, Nick has given me a history about uh, your understanding of what is conveyancing. Mm-hmm. What is conveyancing? Let's start. Let's begin. This takes me back. Because this is first year. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm seeing year here, of campus. here, it's a legal <laughs> process of transferring the ownership of a property from a seller mm-hmm. to the buyer. Now, the length of time it takes to complete the conveyancing process can vary depending on several factors. In this, it's just a guide. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Mr. Google. All right. <laughs> I, I would say it's just a, it's a, it's a way of, um, it's a process through which you transmit an interest in land. Mm. Whether it's the you're selling it or you're creating a lease in respect of it, mm-hmm. it's a license. All the, all those fall within the ambit of conveyancing. Right. Even in the probate process, if you're filing, a, you're registering a vesting and sent, that's part of conveyancing. Mm-hmm. So if you're transmitting an interest in land or fixtures, like developments in that land, that forms part of conveyancing. Oh. It's the transmission of an interest in land. Oh, right. Yes. Fantastic. You're something I can book up from first year campus <laughs> this good memory now when you get in the nitty-gritty yeah. Nazneen is here <laughs> okay N- Nazneen let's let's begin this I think, Nick, I think, Nick I think, has a parcel of land <laughs> and I want to buy it from him take me through the journey oh yes yeah you want to buy land I think I like that let's do that yeah yeah I think firstly, congrats, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Owning property is a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Nick God. are proud of yeah. you. Um, so you want the perspective of the seller, the buyer? I think the buyer first. Buyer uh, first Charles, yeah. Charles has problems first, yeah. Yeah. I want to buy this land yeah, from He Nick. has the money. I've got the money. So he has the power. <laughs> you can't eat land, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think first things first, we confirm that there is land mm-hmm. that is being sold. Oh. So... Physically and uh, on paper, 
you must be able to verify that this land exists. How, how do you verify it physically? Physically, you've gone and seen the land. You understand that this is his parcel of land and there actually exists land. Um, I believe we were talking some time ago in the office and we remembered how a bank had charged a bank. Oh, yes, in Busia. Yeah, and they, they charged the fence. Yes. Mm. <coughs> when we we basically, yes. this parcel and this parcel, mm. say parcel XAB mm-hmm. and parcel XAC. Yeah. And then they've charged parcel XAD, which oh. is supposed to be in the middle of those two parcels and yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah. So when we went to auction, we found there was a fence we were supposed to auction. <laughs> and there was a title deed and a search and everything, but yeah. somehow mm-hmm. we were supposed to auction a fence. Oh. Yeah. And this this fence or this property, quote-unquote, was actually charged by a bank. Yeah. So identify the land. So you didn't like mm-hmm. a surveyor for that or just... No, ideally, um, mm-hmm. I mean, the first few stages, you don't engage too many people because mm-hmm. you don't know if this is something that you're going to purchase at the end. So the investment, now this is just from a commoner's perspective, mm-hmm. the investment you put in day one, mm-hmm. uh, it should grow. So you start with the bare minimum where you go and identify and verify that this land exists. Um, then on paper, you there's a, uh, a list of documents that you can ask for, but the first and foremost will be a copy of the title deed. Uh, the copy of the title deed can come in various forms. I mean, right now we are all moving towards getting them in the certificate of lease that are uh, the certi- certificates of lease that are issued under the land registration act that's mm-hmm. the current valid act mm-hmm. um but then back in the day they used to come from in all forms there used to be conveyances indentures under the government oh land my word indentures yeah oh, you remember, those, remember those big even like seven eight nineteen documents and they are all together what? the title deed and they're as big as that booster yeah, more or less. Yes. <laughs> for yeah, uh, for our listener, that's basically what three feet. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> wow! And you have to go through all that documentation and understand it. Uh, no. So the uh, yes, yes, of course, you need to understand the contents of the document. Oh, well, my lawyer can help me get through that. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm your lawyer, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um. So you you procure that document. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get it from the seller or their representatives, their lawyer. And you run with it to Ardi House, which is the Ministry of Lands and Physical Planning. And this is so that you can apply for a search. Mm-hmm. Um, a search, ideally, is the, the land registry holds two files, right? Mm-hmm. A correspondence file and a deed file. A deed file will always have a copy of every title that has been issued. Mm-hmm. And these are specific. So when you ask for a search, you will get the land registry's copy of your title. Basically, it will tell you what they hold in their records for your property. Mm-hmm. And that search gives you maybe the um, the status, uh, the ownership, the details of the property. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, wait. So it sounds easy, but I know in between. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. When you say indentures, if memory serves, those were inland registry files. IR. Yeah. So Most of them are CR. CR would now be more coastal registry? Yes. Yeah. So you do those such as uh, the same place as the LR numbers, uh, as the title numbers? Yes. So the land reference number is the main number that will give you the parcel number, the actual property uh, delineation per surveys records. But the IR number is a specific number for the file that is held at the registry. It's called the inland registry number. And I think most, if not all titles, would have that. 
Okay, so you've gone to the house, you've done your search, mm-hmm. you get your search certificate? Yes. What next? Um, so, again, you need to be a little bit uh, switched on there mm-hmm. because you could get a postal search, which unfortunately was being abused, where people would type out their own search mm-hmm. and provide you because <laughs> it was a very simple document. That's it what we want to hear. Yes. That's the <laughs> part we want to hear. <laughs> people used to, you can't use this now. Relax. I'm messing with you. Tell us how, how, how did the postal search work? <laughs> yeah, because you, you said postal. Yeah, I, like you, <laughs> say, I thought these guys digitized. Like GPO <laughs> Apple. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry, <laughs> Wow. Uh-huh. Okay, let's do this. Take a short break. It's 15 minutes to 7 o'clock. That's tranche number one. Okay. Uh-huh. We come back and let's continue with this one. Let's do an ad break right now. Of course, Nick Ndeda and Nazneem telling us about conveyancing uh, land laws and how, how am I going to get this land from Mr. Nick Ndeda. All right. More details coming. Give us the numbers. Nick 0701-984-984. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. Quick One Wakili. All right, we're back again on the Legal Insider right here on your best mix of music, 9.4, Capital FM. So 14 minutes to 7 o'clock. Uh, of course, uh, my celebrity lawyer, he's a dancer, he's a farmer, he moves. Uh, Nick Ndeda. He does, does this every week. Every every single week, I get, a, I get a new career. Yeah, we have to make this show interesting. Of course, Nazneen, uh, thank you, you've joined us. Uh, talking about conveyancing and land laws in Kenya. Mm. If you've just tuned in, yeah, uh, if you you have matters of land that are disturbing you, let us know. Nazneen is here, mm-hmm. and we have a top-notch lawyer who can uh, represent you. Mm. All right, as I said, 0701984984. Asante sana. Nazneen was telling us about Mumbai Apale City Square. Yeah. Postal search. Yeah. City Square. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, that's not a postal search. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm apologies. I'm a private bag, like, yala. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, what's yeah. a postal search? How does that work? Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not 100% certain where the name came from because it's certainly not delivered by post. Mm-hmm. Um, but a postal search was, it was system genera- uh, generated ironically. Mm-hmm. And what it would do is it would summarize the details that were held in the uh, that were written in the title. Mm-hmm. So it would have the main details, like the name of the proprietor, the mm-hmm. term, um, of course, the date that the search yes, uh-huh. encumbrances, the date the search was uh, procured. Mm-hmm. Um, any any of the details on Wait, the so on so the title. guys would just jump on the system and type out their own thing. At some point, it got to that because now you have a template and it's so editable. Mm-hmm. So I will come to you, I'll run to you and say, I need to search. And Mm -hmm. because for some reason, everything needs to be done within the minute, Mm -hmm. I would come to you and I'd say, this is really urgent. Client is on my neck. Get me this search. And uh, you, on the other hand, well, not you, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) No, 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 definitely, (laughs) definitely. So it's a question of you delegate this to somebody else Uh, to do that for you. Ideally, you will go to the land registry, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying specifically the land officials, but you will encounter a lot of people in between, uh, a broker or somebody who knows somebody who will help you get the search. And Might help you get the search because the land is free. We'll get, we'll get you get a the search. search. <laughs> the search will definitely come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. But authenticity now 
is yeah. the issue. Is the issue, yeah. So anyway, those were done away with. Mm-hmm. And uh, we now moved towards the manual. Uh, I mean, we then moved towards manual search. And manual search simply is a copy of the title that has been stamped and sealed on the current date by the registrar, who approves that this is the last held current mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we are very... S- slowly but surely moving mm-hmm. towards another online system which will not have the same problems because now every time I apply for a search it will actually generate it from the true records that are held on the system mm. wait okay. so uh, okay. digitization yeah. basically yeah digitization digitization yeah how is that going that's I checked there are so many delays because of that in terms of people registering their interests mm, devil's advocate <laughs> Please, yeah. that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> we have countless numbers of parcels. Mm. It is almost unfair or impossible to expect those to be done within the timeline that was provided initially. Mm. And to see where we've come despite the hurdles and again, human error, you need to get used to a system that has been implemented how many generations down the line, you know? Mm-hmm. This is something that started in 2017 initially, if I'm not wrong. There are about, I think. Yeah, I think so. So when it came about, there was um, there's a lot of pushback because, again, it replaces a lot of jobs that were existing. Especially and those my agents and brokers and guys you'd meet in between. Oh, in between, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Too many, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Then now we have picked it up and we are now moving towards... And, and I think it's very important to appreciate that digitization means there's actually physically people that are feeding in this information into the system. Mm-hmm. So each and every document that's held at LANS, every record has to be scanned and and put into um, a specific folder that will then be uploaded onto the system and then be accessible. So there's a lot of ma- uh, manpower that goes behind it. Mm. And it's not fair to then limit it to a time and then criticize it if it doesn't fit within your idealistic time. I could not agree more. Question, how accessible is this platform now to the common Mwananji? Do they still need an advocate to get on the platform mm. and do their things? So the platform is available to um, citizens in their personal capacity. I can have an account without being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I can also have an advocate's account. So I can come to Nick and say, I need you to open up an advocate's, uh, advocate's account, um, make an application for me, and then... For the end result, I should be able to access it on my account as the um, normal citizen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you can just get on the system and transfer your own land and do your own things. And The intent is to get there. So right now, we have access to it. Hey, man, what do advocates hey. do? Uko, Sharia House, now we can't, companies, people are not calling us. Yeah. Now also lands. Naz, so is I this what you're encouraging? In, yeah, I get into the system. Nick, I want Charles, to no, don't do that. <laughs> don't get, call me. I, I have, uh, I have an account. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah. No, but I, I like that people can finally access these things on their own. On the and that's own. a yes. very positive yes. step. It is. So yeah. the middleman has been cut out. The middle Not man. quite, but yeah. yeah. How accurate is it if I'm uh, if I'm just a citizen doing a search on that platform using my own account? You know, as a lay person, how accurate will the information be, and how quickly am I getting it? So and how much will it cost me? It, the search is free. What? Will be free, yes, ah. online. 
Okay. Again, I see the fees that <laughs> the bags dropping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the fees. Yeah, okay, but it will be okay. Uh-huh. I, I assure you. Okay. So, so uh-huh. if your property is perfectly and properly uploaded online, mm-hmm. um, and I have an account mm-hmm. as as someone who doesn't have anything to do with your property, and I key in the details and your Nairobi block number, and I try and apply for a search, then it will prompt you. And you will, of, of course, you'll approve it being the owner of the property um, because you know why I'm conducting a search on your property mm-hmm. and I should have it immediately. Good Aye. grief. Yes. Wait, I like that though. Because from my understanding, that doesn't happen with um, registrations, uh, vehicles, oh. even CR12s actually. Yeah. Anyone can just get a search. So uh, at so, some point, mm-hmm. if I want to get a search, um, I'm... I'm taking into consideration a developer mm-hmm. so for instance um, uh, a new buyer wants to buy something off plan mm-hmm. and they want to confirm that this developer has actually owns this property and is going to construct the developer still has access to the entire parcel of land they've not yet transferred the you know the, the small parts and parcels of the property and uh, at that point if I want to apply for a search as one of the buyers of their, their lawyers it will prompt you Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're developing 500 units on some parcel of land, you're going to get 500 prompts, minimum. Oh man! But they're not happening at the same time. So yeah, but yeah. basically, no one one parcel can have 10 interested purchasers mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at what 1,200 prompts. Is there a way you can just say I don't want prompts for a particular? Well, the lawyer can mm-hmm. once you procure a search, it's mm-hmm. valid, right? Mm-hmm. So you can circulate that search. You don't mm. need everyone to But you, you know advocates. We'll also just do our <laughs> own. <laughs> yeah. So if something goes wrong, I did my own search as well, and here it is, and the government is to blame. Does that still work? Can you still sue the government if the search doesn't come out? Okay. Or mm. it was fraudulent? Yes, definitely, you can. But will you win, though? It's a fake victory. You love your order for Fanyanini. Someone here is asking, ask, uh, Nazanin, please answer this question. Mm-hmm. This is my friend. Okay. I know him. Okay. I trust him. Mm-hmm. We went to oh, school together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he has a parcel of land. I've got 350,000 shillings. Mm-hmm. Give him the money, mm-hmm. take the title deed, and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Is that valid? Is that okay? Instead of going through Ardi House, because you hear the word Ardi, you just say, government, <laughs> you know? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, invest in government bonds. <laughs> Take that money to a government bond. No, but I, I want his <laughs> land. I want that land. But uh, don't trust me. Don't no, no. <laughs> in in must, short. Yeah. No, yeah. you must reduce it into writing. You have to, to start have with. Uh, that's what I want to hear yes. because what people are saying now, mm. I have the money. He's got the land. Check. You give me my title deed. I walk away. We're good to go. So he can pick the money and leave, but you can't pick the land and leave. Exactly. So thank you very much. Wow. Redu- yeah. Reduce it into an agreement for sure. Yeah, plus Charles, you're a terrible student. I said so many times on this show. <laughs> any it, contract it is somebody who's asking for <laughs> a, <laughs> it's not me. For disposition of an interest in land must be in writing. It's in Paper our laws. Trail. Yeah. In the Contracts Act, Cap twenty three. Yeah. It's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're dealing with land, it must be in writing. Yes. Must. 
even if you trust him, and have a one pager. Yeah. It does not have to be elaborate. It have somebody to. It has, it has, has to be in writing. And somebody has to be there to see. The, uh, if you have a witness, it's witness, even better. Exactly. But it just must be in writing. Okay. Yes, that's the main thing. So now, search has come out. Let's say the search is um, okay. What next? At this point, you want to involve now the professionals um, before, I mean, your lawyers and your surveyors. Mm-hmm. So you go to the property, um, assuming that this title deed that you've been provided with has a deed plan. A deed plan is, in simple terms, a drawing of the property on ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it doesn't have that, then you can still procure um uh, a map, a survey map from the land uh, from the survey of Kenya, or a mutation form if it's a property that has been subdivided. And Where? once you get these, <laughs> once you get these documents, um, you take a survey, <laughs> a qualified survey. Charles, I had that side. I think Charles will just procure and ask me. That is the intent. <laughs> when I leave here. <laughs> Let's just take my money. I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's no, take sh- the money. <laughs> Don't worry. And the title. That is <laughs> <Yeah>. the intent. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so you can go to surveys and get the deed plan. Yes, and for then free as well. No, there's a cost to it, okay. but nominal. It's mm. about three hundred and fifty shillings. Okay. Oh. And then um, you appoint a qualified surveyor and you go to the property and confirm that the area or the the size of portion of property you're purchasing mm-hmm. is matching what's on ground. Is that so the point of the beacons on that? Yes. Ah, correct. Yeah. You paid attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. um, yes. So mm-hmm. you go, you you identify the property, you delineate the beacons, so you know that the parcel that you're purchasing actually is a 50 by 100 or a, um, an entire acre if you have mm. <laughs> Again, yeah. we're envious if it's an entire acre. Yeah. But <laughs> well, it depends on where. <laughs> <laughs> there are places we can get a <laughs> Maybe now is the time to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> After the, at, at the break. At the break, which is actually now. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so For much. Once. <laughs> For once. Yeah, okay, right. Uh, your questions, Nick, give us those numbers, please. 0701984984, hashtag Legal Insider, hashtag Quick One Wakili. Quick One Wakili, yes. And of course, in studio, we have Nazneen. Uh, she knows everything about land and conveyancing. I'm learning about deed plan, deed files, correspondence files. Ah, this is wonderful. All right, you have issues, or you know, someone who's going through issues because land, uh, from what I understand, even from uh, my parent, mm-hmm. when we purchased a, a parcel of land, that's way, way back before mm-hmm. the promulgation of the new constitution, what I saw her go through. The back and forth, the back mm-hmm. and forth, and the people in between who want to eat out of your hand. Mm-hmm. It was just, forgive me, no, that sounds it was cathartic. It was really horrible. It was brutal. Eh, it was brutal. But that's what people are going through. But that's what we need Nazneen now to clear this up for us. Ah. Right? All right, seven o'clock right now. A quick searches. break. <laughs> and when we come back, um, Nazneen will be telling us more about uh, the way forward, how to move forward uh, in this issue. Thank you. Mix of me.
Capital Weekend. The Hap Karen is making back-to-school shopping easy and convenient. With stores like Bata, Textbook Center, Flow Shoes, City Walk, Optica and Carrefour all under one roof. You can also pay school fees at the banks within the mall with ease and treat the kids to their favorite meals on discount as you shop. Back to school has never been easier. The Hap Karen, more than a mall. Have a great capital weekend with Capital FM. All right, seven minutes right now uh, on your best picks of music, Capital FM. Uh, good evening. How are you? Uh, welcome to the Legal Insider. Uh, I've just tuned in. Yeah, it's, we're talking about land issues, buying, selling property, and Nazneen, she's here to open our minds, and she's done a, quite a good job because I'm learning so much. And of course, I'm just reading off uh, just some stuff here. Uh, Nick Ndeda mm-hmm. and uh, Nazneen, conveyancing can take as fast as 12 weeks, but on average, this slows slowing down to five months, sometimes six months, but I don't know, I'm reading which document from which country, because I think it varies from country to country. <laughs> maybe that 12 weeks is 12 months. This, is a, this is a WebMD <laughs> for the law, what you're doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue with this one. We're talking about this, the complexities of the transactions and Nazrin is saying them so casually, like, but in my head, I'm yeah, just figure saying, oh, yourself. my yeah. goodness. What I'm, a, I'm a nimlipe too. I'm a nimlipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I've seen, I've, I know someone who actually did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was flying out and uh, he was like, uh, that parcel of land, what's up? You've always been interested in it. Mm-hmm. And they, did, they just did a transaction and their mm-hmm. wives were there. They saw what happened and uh, he took the money and he went. And they own the land. <laughs> I like the way she's laughing, but that's what's <laughs> happening as name. Because you're thinking about the house, the complexities. Nick Ndeda, my lawyer, is asking me for a huge amount of money. And I don't know how long this process is going to be. Hmm. I, I, I can understand. Thank you. <laughs> but, but before Nazdin finishes okay, her, okay, okay, her okay. understanding, yes. <laughs> let me just say one thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. There are matters at the Environment and Land Court, mm-hmm. I was going where there. we are getting dates in March and May of 2024. 20. Some of them October 2024. So as you are trusting each other in the presence of your wives, <laughs> 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 when we go to court, yeah. plan to pay me for five to six years. Wow. Vis-a-vis wow. paying me. Nazneen once. Yes. Okay. There are land matters which are being inherited by children. Yes. They're not inheriting the actual land. They're inheriting the court case <laughs> to fight for that land. Oh, man. So now it becomes the estate of the late Nani. Exactly. Who died fighting. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Nazi, you're telling <laughs> us about now, now you have the beacons. So I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so first I take it back. I don't understand now. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, thank you. (laughs) I still still, uh, sympathize. I understand where you're coming from. But it is very very important to just have paperwork in order. Mm. I think all across the board. Mm. Um, Land is the most pertinent issue out there. Mm. And it is now taken as the most valuable asset as well. So Mm. if you're not going to be stringent and you're not going to be very uh, particular about how 
you will transact on that, then I don't think anything else deserves that much importance after in any in any other affair. Yes. Mm-hmm. So back mm-hmm. to beacons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um so no the beacons uh-huh. are in place, the land is fine from a surveyor's standpoint. What next? Then you agree on your terms and conditions. And uh terms and conditions would be maybe three main points. What is the amount? What is the price that you have negotiated and you've agreed on? Because again, if for now, for example, the the agreements that are verbal, I could mm-hmm. come back to you ten years down the line and say, you had paid me this. It was not on paper, but now my property is appreciated. I mm-hmm. expect more money. You can't hold uh, me to my. Yeah. You can't hold me to my. Oh, actually, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah, and from my experience, even uh, when you find those arrangements where someone is buying something, she can pass a walk away etc. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's a distressed sale. Mm-hmm. So you'll find the properties what say a mic, mm-hmm. but I'm really urgently in need of six hundred thousand. So just give me six hundred. I don't care. Yeah. 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 And then once I'm sorted a year, two years later, I come back and say, Give me my balance. Yeah. And you say no, but we squared. And then I say, uh uh-uh. uh. At one goes your shamba six hundred. Shamba one point two sayo. Yeah. 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 Now it's not in writing. Oh and anyone God. who hears that story will say, Honestly, yeah, why would you sell it for six hundred? Correct. It was yes. worth one point two. So mm-hmm. for sure it's more likely right. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's not what you can allege, it's what you can prove. And when you yeah. go to court, it's well, a balance of probability. So who's more likely telling the truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. You always use that prob- <laughs> probability that every Thursday. Yes, no, I no. agree with that mm-hmm. entirely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so first would be price. Second would be the, the, com- the timeline that you want to take. Because again, we don't expect, uh, depending on the value of the property and depending on how readily available your paperwork is, you can negotiate how soon or how long you want to drag out the transaction. So that would be called the completion date. It can vary from 30 days, realistically 30 days, because the registration at the at the minimum and ideally should take at least 30 days, or it could be as long as six months. There are some transactions that would even comfortably take over a year. And well, this is on paper. Well, you well, agree well, and would say, you take well, over? Yeah. Yeah. installments or what? And I want to build my flats immediately. Well, you can enter into an arrangement where you're receiving money from whatever is on the land in that much time because maybe the owner doesn't have the paperwork. Ah, okay. So, so you, you, you build you the realities work. into the contract. Yes. Mm. Okay. So every future reality, you can, mm. um, you can encompass that in your contract. Ah, okay. I see. And then the third would be how will the payments be handled? So typically in the norm right now is there's a 10% deposit just to firm up everything and that would happen when you sign your sale agreement and then the balance happens when you've transferred the property. Or in some cases if there's a bank involved then your bank will only put in the uh, will only transfer the money when the a charge in their favor has been registered. Mm-hmm. And of course, the the property has been registered in the name of their borrower. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So ideally, those are the main three things. Of course, there's a lot of other clauses and what you like to call boilerplate clauses. <laughs> 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 because that's what they are called. They're called boilerplate clauses. <laughs> okay, there we have uh, uh, people writing in mm-hmm. and uh, they're asking questions. And this mm-hmm. one, uh, he's called um, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. And he says, I have a question. Uh, what happens when you discover your parent had property 
and people have settled there for some time. The 12-year issue is coming up again, Nick. Oh, man. Uh, is there a way I can claim it back considering the statute of limitation? That's Emmanuel. And then the other question is, uh, which I have a parcel of land that's bordering community forest land. The problem, the trees are encroaching my property and there is no common border between us. This community land was donated by my grandpa for circumcision ceremonies. That's how they used to do it. What's the best way to approach to fence off my property without you know, offending the community, considering the trustees that run the community land are not willing to sit down and talk? People have issues. That's what I was saying. Land is... <laughs> wow. Thank oh you, Emmanuel, for that one. Thank you, Emmanuel. There is an answer coming. Uh, we have Nazneen. Uh, Emmanuel's question <laughs> yeah. is, look, that's a good student. Yeah. He has such of limitations and whatnot. I like that. So if we assume the 12-year time has come, has lapsed, and mm. then remember that right has to be asked for. Mm-hmm. They have to go to court to make the application under originating summons, asking the court to declare that that stay has entitled them to title over that asset, over that land. Mm-hmm. So if they haven't done that, Man, these land things. Yeah. Okay. First, if the parents died, have you undertaken the probate process? First, you need to have letters of administration for you to ventilate their interests in respect of that land. If you haven't done that, then we can't even be having this conversation yet. You don't have the locust standard to mm. ventilate these issues. Mm. Or locust standard is like the legal right. Correct. Yes. You don't have the legal right to ventilate these issues. So we start there. Once you have the letters of administration, then perhaps then we can go to court and ask to get eviction orders in respect to the people on those parcels of land. And then it will be up to them to push back in court and say if they have stayed there for 12 years or not and prove it. And if they cannot okay. prove it, then they'll have to vacate, have to vacate the parcel. Yeah. Yes. But 12 years is just a contentious one. And uh, the parcel of land bordering the community forests, uh, the land community land was donated by his grandpa for circumcision ceremonies. What's the best approach to fence off my property without offending the community? I think, I think, <laughs> I think the community is going to take offense anyway. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <Either> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But why are you fencing There's a no legal off? formula. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> about offending people, uh-huh. but sell the property. <laughs> Let us get the conveyance. <laughs> no, no, no. And the buyer will. The, the buyer. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Let's really sell the property. <laughs> Emmanuel, sell the property. <laughs> but if I'm the buyer's advocate, and tell him don't even touch. Yeah. <laughs> don't even touch mm. the the land. But here's the thing: you have to go back to um, the history of it. At the point of donation, there must have been a way that it was done. Anchor the subdivision or the demarcation of that land on that document or that process. Was it a, a village elders meeting where it was passed that, that from that tree to that tree is now blah, you know? So anchor it in that and get a surveyor to come put the beacons and offense. They are going to take offense anyway. No singoje kwa na forest imeja. KFS what I up up here. You know, this thing is tricky. So, plus in gorgeous, this thing is urgent. So, we are logging. No one permit. So, yeah, anchor it in whatever it is, the process that was used to donate that land, anchor your claim there and get a surveyor to put your beacons with a fence. But do it sooner rather than later, we'll say, cheers, Tom Zigo. 
I like that candid, uh, that candid reply. Yeah. And uh, this is another one uh, who, who's saying, this This one is quite common, that he bought a parcel of land somewhere in Thika and then one day he decided to take his family to show them the <laughs> land. So as he's showing them the land, across the other side, he's seeing another couple pointing at the land. <laughs> and then he went, he found those village guys and asked them, wait, what's the story about this land? I thought I bought it. He was told, wait, you are conned. <laughs> Then, by the way, live life, you're still boss. That land is... Con- what do you do in a situation like that? Where do you go? Do I call Nick Ndeda immediately and tell him, I bought this parcel of land, I've gone through all this, I've been with Nazneen and she told me exactly what to do, but apparently this land was also sold to four other people. You see now... <laughs> that the, the, would not have happened <laughs> <laughs> if they come to Nazneen. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, once it has happened, then y- your claim only rests primarily against the person who sold you the land the innocent uh, the, the, the person who sold me the land is a person i can claim from my privity of contract with him yes now if he is also innocent then he can also claim from the person he who sold him the, and so on and so forth so the chain drags back until we find the person who's actually complicit in that fraud mm. but also but there's a common um there's a common doing that people do so when you are interested in buying property you go and you make some noise there so you put up a fence or you go and drop some stones yeah. and you see what the neighbors do, How do you, you dig react? a pit latrine you know the oh, yeah, 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 yes. Yes, yeah. a small guard house <laughs> up on <laughs> <in> <laughs> pit latrine that had to be there oh so you, you do that and then immediately drop your stones pit latrines when I check check if no, no one so comes to complain uh, you go speak to the neighbors mm. Bob yeah. Dwyer mm. you monitor I like that when you're very confident Ukuta Mawe. Yeah. That's how you know <laughs> someone has anchored. Mm. You see a, yeah. a wall? That's someone's land. Yeah, it's true. People do that a lot. Yeah. Mm. But I think in his concern, what's the next step for him? He just has to... <sighs> he allowed to sue the person who sold him the land. Then once in court, likely the other persons who are also interested in that parcel will, will rock up and then they'll all be enjoined into one matter. Yeah. Or rather joined into one matter and then the court will determine who actually has good title yeah. and who has to compensate whom for damages in respect of the purchase price for this fraudulent parcel of land. But we show it to Nicotine. What if the guy takes flight? No, you see you can't you can't regulate that. Something <laughs> <laughs> Someone takes a Red Bull and has wings. Yeah, but you see People have gone the court's jurisdiction all the time. The case will just proceed undefended. You'll get your court orders and then you'll apply for warrants of arrest to issue. That after you become a, a criminal by the Kenya oh, police. Yeah, and that can yeah. take God knows how long. No, no, no. The police find you very quickly when they want. Okay, okay, yeah, Kenya okay. is very small for the police. Okay. Trust oh, you. Oh, me. right. I like that. Yeah. It's very, very small for the police. Hmm. You never think you can hide here. If someone is hiding, they don't want to find him. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Uh, we're learning about uh, land issues. Uh-huh. Very quickly here before we go, because we still have time, and uh, this is a question from somebody, didn't leave a name, and he's saying, when you go, let's say, to the embassies, mm-hmm. and when you enter that, let's say, Norway, Norwegian or whatever, and they tell you, you are now, this is the property of a certain country, but you see you're still in Kenya. Mm-hmm. How does that work out? If I go to the U.S. embassy and I'm told, this is the property of the United States of America, but you're in Kenya. 
Land has issues, guys. These are, these are just asking. diplomatic <laughs> arrangements across countries. These are just yeah. um, charters that we have signed and international treaties where we recognize other embassies and other foreign missions in our country and they reciprocate in some instances. Correct. So if you go to America or any other country and step on the, in the Kenyan embassy, that is Kenyan soil. Yeah. That's and it's autonomous, yeah. you see. And we reciprocate. Mm-hmm. It's just designed to allow the privacy and the sovereignty of the nation to be protected even when in that foreign state, mm-hmm. you see. So it just fences that sovereignty issue within that that compound, mm. so to speak. Okay. Yeah, it's a diplomatic issue. So Naz, now we finish the buyer's journey. If I'm selling, what are my interests? What am I supposed to procure? The main obligation on mm. any seller would be to have proper documentation. Mm-hmm. So as a seller, your main interest is to confirm that you have a correct title lead that is if I'm to bring it to today's day, like what we are going through today in mm-hmm. Kenya, then you may want to confirm that your property has been converted. That's mm-hmm. if it was gazetted. What's converted? It's, tell us about that, because I know at some point title numbers were changing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what was happening there? What was happening? So we're moving towards uh, adopting and now properly abiding by the the Act, mm-hmm. the Land Registration Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012, mm-hmm. number three of 2012, and under that there is um, when so it started as georeferencing, as mapping out mm-hmm. Kenya, and now converting every land reference number to a block system. So you'll find maybe Pangani area, the entire area is um, parcel six, like block six, mm-hmm. and then you have a property, a small uh, piece of land in Pangani. And yours would be maybe number 50. So your parcel against, I mean, sorry, your your s- block number against the larger parcel number will now be a new property. So like block 6 slash 50. Yes. So it would be Nairobi block the number slash the, uh, no, the, the parcel number slash your property. So is this easier? Than the, is this more efficient, you think? I would think so because it makes it very easy to, one, identify the location and the the physical and the actual location of your property. And also, I think one of the main reasons that this event started is because when we've moved towards the digital uh, platform and they've started issuing you with the new titles, the way, it, now this is backend, right? Mm-hmm. But the way they are processing it, it's a very, simple way of categorizing land as opposed to the land reference numbers which was constantly changing and mutating so i could go and apply for a change of user and i get a new land reference number that's true i go Mm. apply for uh, an extension of lease and i'm getting a new land reference number so now on the on their end for having a proper categorical system it's very easy and efficient wait so the ll numbers will never change again yeah, I c- unless I the entire I system can't is speak overhauled. To that right now, because we haven't yeah. experienced it. Mm-hmm. Um, the last change of users that we have done on the Nairobi block system are still pending, unfortunately. So, how, how long have those been pending? I would like to say about four months, but that is not not at on their error. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still dealing with just understanding what the system is like. There's a lot of new things that need to be done 
for mm-hmm. the uh, for this process. Um, but yeah, I, I think it won't change. Our approvals from the county have come out in the same block number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you said a title has to be in order. What else for the seller? Um, ensure that you've paid your land rates and rents. Mm-hmm. Do not transfer property when you have, um, I don't know, unpaid land rates and rents for the past 10 years. You're transferring arrears and no purchaser will appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't. I, that's more or less a deal breaker for a lot of the mm-hmm. purchasers. Um, Maybe you can advise on this, but I there was a, a big rumor going around that the government was going to repossess property that had uh, arrears for over maybe six years, remember? Yes, the NMS had come that. up with that? Yeah. yeah. But they're within their legal rights to do so. Actually, even rates, even for rates, they can repossess, they can take the land. It does still stand? Mm. It had come up. I, I well, don't know if they're it's. They're still different. within their rights. It's a question yeah. of will they exercise it or not? Yeah. yeah. Usually you see the waivers on penalties and whatnot, and then yeah. guys run to pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I think I have an uncle who specifically waives for, I think it's around November. <laughs> <laughs> County waiver. <laughs> That's hey, my son. <laughs> I just know. Uh-huh. I just know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those so are the rents, uh huh. Those are the main things. So passing on good title is your primary obligation as a seller. What are the tax obligations? I remember there was a time CGT yes. had been linked to this transfer so you couldn't pay t- stamp duty without CGT had been oh, paid. Yes. And I don't remember that. That was a, a very dark era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, um, <laughs> so we had li- we had synced or linked mm-hmm. the the KRA collect- like the, the revenue system mm-hmm. to the land registry. Mm-hmm. So ideally what would happen is once you have purchased land for the for the buyer their tax obligation is to pay stamp duty. Mm-hmm. And this is for a clean sale. Um of course there's other types of transactions that are exempted from stamp duty but that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. It's next week's conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'd briefed Chelsea's aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Briefing me was also important, but okay. <laughs> Spoken like a lawyer. Next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yes, so the tax obligation on the buyer is payment of stamp duty, and the tax obligation on the seller was CGT. Again, also there is a lot of CGT exemptions that Don't are. CGT, Charles is wondering. Yeah. Charles got talent. Capital gains <laughs> tax. Oh, thank you. How was it computed? In a very simple manner, mm. this is a tax that you will pay on your profit. So that is the property, the a- acquisition value of your property. So I bought it at 100,000 and I'm selling it at 200,000. Mm. My profit is 100,000. So you, that's where you pay the tax So on. you will pay a percentage of that. Yeah. Now, up till very recently, with, mm, I think uh, last year, December, we were paying 5%. Mm. This year, we've started paying 15%. Whoa. <laughs> so okay, the only saving grace is you're allowed to deduct expenses yes. that uh, you incurred in yes. developing the property, so it appreciates in value. So do you do yeah. it in bulk, or you can say I'll do it within six months? No, to at a the year. point of selling yeah. is when CGT, uh, when you're transferring the asset, when you're disposing of the asset, that's when CGT comes into play at the point of liquidation. Mm-hmm. So if you bought it for a million ten years ago. And over that period, you built your house on it, you sunk a borehole, etc. Mm. All those expenses over those 10 years, you built a wall, mm. 
all that. Yes. All those expenses are deductible at the point of liquidating that asset. Mm. You, you can actually okay. even claim the stamp duty you paid then yes. while acquiring it. Oh. Yeah. So all those are deductible at that point. And then the net is what you pay CGT on, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So wow. at that time, what would happen is I would pay my stamp duty. My, I would not be able to, like on the system, on the iTax system, I would not be able to generate a payment slip for my stamp duty until the seller had paid their CGT. So it needed a, a code. Um, mm. The carry. The acknowledgement the acknowledgement slip, slip number, number yeah. yeah so it needed that uh it, they call it prn payment something mm-hmm. number mm-hmm. yeah payment registration number yeah so until i had that number i would not be able to pay my stamp duty so mm. you can imagine the hassle and the pressure the seller has that they're paying cgt or they're paying money out when in reality they've not gotten the entire Property, value yeah. right they've not gotten the entire purchase price for their property mm. because you're selling it oh before this person pays for their stamp duty and but that, that got disjointed yeah and if you and if you pay him in full and you know charles with his <laughs> love for walking <laughs> off into the sunset <laughs> so he won't even have conned you there's yeah, a land there's a title everything is legit exactly but yeah. bro i don't have time for these cgt things yeah. i'm not even paying it uh, maybe tell the serial tax evade. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens, you know. by the way. Yeah, I don't want to go through the CGTs and PRS. And Nazmir is telling me, "Kuna bill hapa, lazima We go to the house first. I don't want that. Yeah. So Charles walks off into the sunset, and you have all your documents, and they are valid, and you've paid your stamp duty, but you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the link, though. Yes, mm-hmm. it's no longer uh, it's no long it's no longer like that. But now mm-hmm. within oh 30 days Okay, I just knew something. <laughs> trust the government. <laughs> that we are bad. <laughs> within 30 days of a successful transfer, mm-hmm. you are obligated to pay your CGT. Let me ask. Mm-hmm. Now how 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 can one prove or disprove the expenses I put into that uh, asset? You must give records. You must give pa- uh, paper trail. Is it? Yes. You must provide carrier with paper trail. So, for instance, something mm-hmm. like your um, your stamp duty that you've paid on the property, you may not have the the payment slip of back in the day, but mm-hmm. you would definitely have the documents that you're conveying, which will oh, show the yes, value. Yes. Even some yes. bank statement from back then yes. showing the commission of and they're domestic all taxes. Yeah. So uh-huh. you know. And then legal fees. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, it's a percentage. If you don't get the document itself, mm-hmm. you go to the ARO, which I have paid in at that time. Mm-hmm. And then other improvements. I advertise the property. Mm-hmm. I bid a broker. There's a commission. So all of that, um, there is one way or the other to prove it, but mm-hmm. you must. Okay. So only the proven expenses then are deducted. Yes. Okay. So how how long does a typical sale take? Because now Marcella Nikonahaja Neo Pesa. Yeah, I need the money. Now, now. in yeah. fact, ah, letter, you know, you know, Zelaza, <laughs> and his phone calls, Nick, no, have you talked to the, have you, <laughs> Nick, have you said, Nick, are you sure? Kijana yangu, now you know things are thick. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. let's go, let's go, let's uh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. What, what happens? What's a typical sale process, uh, the duration, sorry? Best case scenario, mm-hmm. three months. Best? Yes. Hey, Unless, Naz- of course, Nazneen. you have this. I need to go to South <laughs> Africa. The college is waiting for me. I need the money. You find a seller mm-hmm. and you sign an agreement. I mean, and you agree 
in the presence of your wives. You like sending work my way. Because yeah. <laughs> Charles and I will be yeah, <laughs> hanging yeah. for five to seven years. <laughs> um, no, there's, there's really... Because again, money will exchange hands. Mm. But if there's lawyers involved, your lawyers will be holding this money mm. um, as stakeholders pending mm. the completion of the transaction. Mm. So I don't see a situation where you will get your money before. Okay, maybe yes, before three months. But again, registration has to come into play. Mm-hmm. And right now with the way the registry is, you're easily look, looking at at least 45 working days. That's already pushed you into two months, right? Good grief. Wow. You know what? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so many questions because so many people asking questions. I think we need to do this again next week on Thursday because I see we are running out of time. But yeah, because I was just about to ask yeah. each musical stakeholding uh, yeah. is it interest earning? What because a ride, there's a time man. value for money. Exactly. And if you're telling me a minimum of three months. Yeah. Yeah. Now rugby World Cup is kicking off in a few days. <laughs> exactly. This thing is not hard. Someone has to compensate. There's also, there's also <laughs> a question about conveyancing. I mean, who's, I mean, as someone is convinced that Nazanin is very good when it comes to conveyancing, but there are others who are con people. I mean, how how will I know this guy or this girl or this is genuine? I think let's do that next week. Uh, Sounds good. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Nick Dada, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, 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 Nazneen, you know, he came through the traffic because the traffic is really crazy. So oh, right. when he walked in, he was like, I need a cup of coffee. Like, okay, go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Nazneen, thank you so much for coming to Capital FM. Thank you, Charles. Thank you so much. Asante. I have learned so much, by the way. Oh, but you. still, my deal will take the money. Nick, give me. I say, walk off to the sunset. I told you. Every every episode, he has to say that. Those thing. vibes are very strong. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see what we're talking about. Just what people it. actually are going through. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nazneen. Hopefully, you, you can make it for next week, and oh. uh, we can Inshallah. because there's so much. I did so many notes, mm-hmm. and uh, Nick told me. Uh, uh, I told you all all that's next week. Next too technical. Yeah, Nick, as usual. Thank you so much for coming to Capital Film. I mean, it's always a joy having Nick and we're learning so much and you who's listening right now I hope you've learned something every Thursday we're here from 6.30 to 7.30 it's called The Legal Insider and this conversation continues Nick the numbers 0701984984 hashtag Legal Insider hashtag quick one Wakili alright 28 minutes to 8 o'clock Wanjira standing by on the hype this is Capital Baby <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>